Hey there, thank you for joining us for Six Degrees of Study, an uneducational podcast. Today we have Bree Katsamangas, Program Manager of Mission Australia, who grew up in Taree and gained an honours degree in social science and a graduate certificate in social impact. We want to show you how it's highly likely there's only six degrees of separation between you, the career and the life you want. This is the Six Degrees Podcast. Welcome, Bree. Thank you very much. I, I just want to say I love how you said, yeah, I can do a podcast. I'm a learning tart. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure there's a couple of qualifications that you know we've heard at the beginning. There's more to it than that. But we will get to that as we go through our conversation. So um, just for people listening out there, let us know a little bit about you know, where you are personally in life and where you are work-wise in life. Okay. Yeah, so um, I am a local. Um, I think I've, well, over 30 years makes you a local, doesn't it? <laughs> so um, I grew up in, in Taree and um, I'm a graduate of Manning Gardens and Wingham High School. So, Yay. yeah, so it started out strong. Um, and now I work as the program manager uh, for Mission Australia and I manage um, a few programs, Communities for Children, which is um, a program designed to support vulnerable children and families um, and I also um, manage some community development programs in Newcastle uh, and as a part of that I also run uh, a collective impact initiative called Midcoast for Kids. Wow, that's a, that's a heavy workload. Oh, keeps me busy. <laughs> so, so the Newcastle bit, that means you have to travel to Newcastle a bit or is this yeah. done remotely? Or Yeah, well, both. So um, I used to travel down to Newcastle sort of fortnightly and then with COVID restrictions that um, got a little little harder but at the same time everything picked up with Zoom and, um, and all of these other technologies. So yeah. uh, we manage things uh, remotely for the most part, yes. Yeah, okay. So, so let's fill in those gaps a bit from, from Wingham High to Mission Australia now. Yeah. Um, what was your journey through study like I guess everyone thinks it's that typical thing you know you, you find out at school what you want to do you go and do the degree then you land in your job yeah and it, it was I, your path like that it was the, well oh. it started out that way uh-huh. um so yes I did I, I um finished up at Wingham High School, um, had an idea that I wanted to move into the human services field um, and I applied to um, Southern Cross University in Coffs Harbour um, and I was successful in getting a place there and so I um, relocated to Coffs Harbour for three years um, and I completed a Bachelor of Social Science but um, I ended up um, having some uh, big existential questions and felt I needed to stay on and do an honours component so I did that but I um, came home for a, a portion of that and did that remotely. So, um, so yeah, I, it was a very typical experience to begin with. And, and how many years of study was that? So that was about four and a half to complete that component. Um, and and yeah, and it was. Um, I really enjoyed um, that experience of going away to university and um, the new challenges and the social life that that brings. Um, But I think it was at that time too that uh, universities were starting to move into that external um, study space as well because even though I was on campus, some of the units I wanted to do um, were only delivered um, online. So that was when I uh, first started um, learning in that particular way and I have to say things have advanced a lot since that time. Mm. So did you land in Coffs Harbour just on your own? Did you go with someone from school or were you just like branching out and dumping yourself in, in the town and settling in? I was very lucky because my best friend applied for a Bachelor of Business and got it and so we actually got to go together uh, along with another friend of mine who um, applied for the same degree. So oh, I yes. had a little buffer which was nice um, because I think I was 
was a bit of a I was quite naive I think for my age and quite innocent so I really valued having a couple of friends to go along with yeah that helps um, a lot it does but at the same time um university just thrust you where you need to be and so I still had to learn to adapt and and navigate my way in a new world so yeah, yeah. So, so once you'd completed the degree yeah when did that start I guess impacting on your life were you able to then immediately get a job I did. in with that qualification I did yes. wow this is like this is like the the dream <laughs> <laughs> the dream progression. Yeah, so no, I actually um, applied for a job um, with the Manning Uniting Church locally as the uh, children and youth worker. Um, so I literally went out of university and straight into the first job that I applied for. So wow. yeah, which was um, which was great. And, um, and so I spent around two years in that role. And that really taught me some of the fundamentals of working in the, the human services field. Yeah. So yeah. back home again. <laughs> yeah. And have you stayed home ever since? Have you ventured away? Yeah. So no, I haven't. Um, I, w- I, I met my husband. So that's always a bit of a stopper, isn't it? <laughs> this is becoming a common thread yeah. in all of these conversations we have. Somewhere along yeah. the line, you meet that person that that's it so um, yeah so I'm very yeah I I guess I am very typical so yeah no I was um I think after that um two years with the church and then I actually started looking for work outside the area and um was considering applying for a few roles in Queensland but um but as I said I met my husband and that sort of kept things local and and so I've just um sort of rolled from one job to the next um and studying externally um, from one course to the next um, as well, just living locally. Yeah, so you've taken yep. on extra study while you're working? Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I've, I've done that through universities but also through um, our local TAFE and also through our community colleges. So um, I guess, you know, there are a lot of learning opportunities locally and it's really just about um, taking them up when they present. So um, I think uh, one of the ones I did was um, a certificate for in training and assessment, uh, which I did through the local TAFE, and um, and that immediately led to work as well. Um, I was working for council at the time in a youth development role, um, but the TAFE um, asked me to come over and teach units in case management, so I was able to tack that on. Um, and then the community college caught wind of that as well, and then they brought me over to start teaching ethics in aged care. So, um, so yeah, I'd, every time I find that I do study something, door opens or there is some opportunity that presents as a, a direct result of it. Yeah. Um, which and is and it just typically shows that whole lifelong learning process, yeah. Yeah. you know. You, you think you've done your studies and you're finished but, you know, even now I'm thinking, oh, I could probably do something else, you know. It's just that yeah. lovely area of interest that keeps your brain going, I guess. That's it, um, yeah. So are you studying at the moment? Uh, no, I'm every, – and every time I – I, I, it's, a, it's always a struggle for me to not study. Um, <laughs> so Hence why you are the learning type. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, but yeah, no, I actually went on to do a, um, a diploma of management through the TAFE as well. Um, and uh, and that was something that led immediately to employment in management as well. So, um, and that was again done through the, the TAFE combination of that face-to-face and online um, components. And, um, yeah, and then um, it was only recently, probably 12, less than 12 months ago, I would have finished the, the graduate certificate of social impact through the University of New South Wales. Wow. So, but that's, a, that's, a, that's challenging because, it, you know, it's, um, it's good when you leave school to be able to go straight into university because typically you don't have families and other life commitments like work to juggle. 
um, as you progress, <laughs> it becomes a real a real juggle. And um, probably doing that one was a fine example of that. Just having two small children and working full time, and then trying to to manage that load too. It's, it's kind of where you need more than two arms. You need this oh, whole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whole capacity to carry everything. The ball just gets bigger yeah, as, that's as right. life goes along, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so if you hadn't have com- completed that degree, it sounds like that was never on your radar. You were always going to study. If, if you hadn't have done that degree, what do you, where do you think you would be? Um, well, I had to think about this question and I thought I haven't probably given a great deal of thought even to that because um, I probably was quite clear early on that that was the path that I wanted to take. Um, I just wanted to ask, is that because others in your family had already studied? Is that why it was a clear path and you didn't? it was a no-brainer for you to go to uni? Yeah, well, it's interesting because um, story. my mother is a very strong feminist, I would say, and she had five girls and to her mind um, she needed to equip them for the world. She looked at things like divorce statistics and said, statistically 50% of you will be divorced and you are going to be able to stand on your own two feet. And for her that really meant encouraging us towards um, tertiary education. So, um, and I don't know, so I think it was ingrained in us to some extent. And had your mum studied? Um, my mother has been a nurse for 45 years, so um, so she did her training early on. But um, but yeah, no, she was a nurse in charge of theatre at the Mayo for 20 years. Yes, and definitely, yeah. definitely a career woman. Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, yes, but that was um, something I suppose she ingrained, and I don't think I really questioned that too much. But it's worked out really well. <laughs> <laughs> and, and have your sisters followed in your footsteps? Yes, I've got a psychologist and a journalist, and um, and another one who's got you know Bachelor of Legal and Justice and works in child protection. And so, yeah, we've all gone down that professional you've path. All listen to your mum, pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this next question is, you know, right now, what do you wish someone had have told you? I guess when you were much younger, is there some kind of pearl of wisdom that would have changed anything in your life? Or you sound like you've listened to the cues that have been given to you anyway. But yeah, I think they were cues that I've been given. And and you know, and if I were to go in a different direction, you know, I probably have a little secret. Th- dream at the back of my mind which one day I'll entertain and having my own coffee shop and bookstore Um, but I sort of think even if I had gone down that path learning would have been a part of that journey anyway to make that a success so I still think one way or another I would have sought out a path of education if it wasn't in that traditional straight out of school way it just would have come later Um, but Oh, what was the question again? <laughs> you know, what pearl of wisdom were you oh. looking for back when you were young to, yeah. to guide your future? No, I, I don't think I don't think I would have wanted anybody to really give me a pearl of wisdom per se. But what what I would say is that if you're entertaining the idea of um, doing university, um, be it remotely um, or any other way, is that it does require a level of discipline of tenacity and gumption to get through and I think um, that be it you go out straight out of school or at any other time you will find there are times when you sit up till two o'clock in the morning to get a deadline. I was just going to mention when you were saying that the skills you need I think time management is one of the absolute critical things. Yeah and um, and you know and it's when you've got children it's your study day starts at 9 p.m. you know after they've gone to bed when you would like to go to bed you just have to suck it up and and get through Um, but I think that that holds you in really good stead later down the track when you go into a work environment and 
there are demands placed on you that you think are impossible, that you can actually draw on that and go, no, I've done this before, I know I can do it, and you can approach those things with some degree of confidence, even if they are a challenge. So university just doesn't teach you the the theory, it actually teaches you the skills you need to survive in the work that's going to come. So yeah, And that self-belief, because yeah. really a lot of uni is, is getting it through on your own, yeah. you know, you, you're relying on yourself to do it there's nobody really there to, to help you do it all yeah. along so it, is, it does build that self-belief I think and that confidence yeah. that you yeah. can do what's required yeah and you know and and teaches you to manage anxiety and stress and all those emotional intelligence things that you need which are um, I think underrated in a work environment sometimes and um, but to me they're the they're the things that are critical for success. Mm. Got the right attitude, you can learn the skills. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So much of it comes to personality, doesn't it? And yeah. just being able to mix with other people, which I guess yeah, you know, yeah, university helps with that as well. That's it. Um, something I'd like to know, I guess, I know you were keen to leave the area, but if, if the Tari University's campus was around at the time you were leaving school, mm. would that have been on your radar as a place to go to or would you have still been eager to get away and and jump out of town anyway. No, I was very much focused on finding the learning opportunity that met my needs. So if it was here or it could be facilitated here, I would have been completely open to that. Um, and, you know, and I think, you know, study, particularly if you're doing it externally, it can be an isolating thing. And if you're struggling and you don't have relationships with people that you can draw on, um, it just makes it harder. It doesn't mean you can't get through. You absolutely can. But if there are supports around you, if there's a learning environment that's accessible to you, it just makes it that much easier. Mm. Yeah, I like what you're saying about you know studying at nine o'clock at night. We plan to be open to midnight. Like people can come in with their swipe cards. Oh, that's so good. So you know, <laughs> you're, you're actually allowed then to, to leave home and go right. I'm yeah. out of here yeah. and and not feel too guilty about going and having your own time to yeah. you know to do what you need to do. So that's really good because yeah, I used to um you know just to sometimes get out of that same room. Or to avoid that um, procrastination distraction that you have at home. I used to go to coffee shops. I used to go and sit on park benches or just go to the libraries and set up shop for the day and almost treated it like a nine-to-five job mm. in order to get things done. So Create that discipline like, I've got to be here at nine o'clock because yeah, that's my commitment. That's yeah. it. And, yeah. you know, and if, so if there is somewhere to go that is set up for that purpose, that's just gold. Yeah, so and, and we're planning, you know, yeah. someone will actually check in and go, Brie, you were going to come in tonight at nine o'clock. Are you still good for that? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> that might be just going a little bit too just far. Just too far. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would be allowed to say no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no, so that's ideal. And I, I guess other things that are big challenges for um, people who are studying is often you're poor absolutely <laughs> As a student you know absolutely so you are. to have access to somewhere that offers wi-fi or printing services or that type of thing mm. is um is again it's it's small but it's big so um it's just one or two barriers that are removed so yeah, yeah 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 we really want to be about accessibility yeah. and and inspirational yeah. an inspirational place to come to where you feel like you're achieving something yeah that's good yeah yeah so Thank you very much, Bree. No worries. I'm very pleased that you came along for part of our Six Degrees podcast yep. and a real insight into how what your past has been. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Six Degrees podcast. This podcast is produced by Upbound Business Consultants and is brought to you by Tari University's campus. Based on the New South Wales Barrington Coast, TUC is a hub for supporting distance education study for university students with campus facilities, mentoring, postgrad career opportunities and more. If you'd like to share your story, you can send us an email at podcast at tarauni.org.au 
and let us know your unconventional road to a degree. Until next time.